He didn't go to the vineyard. Tell me now, which of these two sons did the will of his father? They answered him, the first one. Jesus said, you're right. For many sinners, tax collectors, and prostitutes are going into God's kingdom ahead of him. You see, this man had two sons. The par this par parable shows us two different kinds of sons. They were in the same house, and it was good and right for the father to expect that these sons will work for him. Because children must help their parents. We've all got responsibilities in the household. I've got a, a board in my kitchen. It says, you can go and check there in my kitchen. It says, God blesses this kitchen. He doesn't clean it. So my sons know that. They can eat whatever they want, but they must clean after themselves. So, we've all got responsibilities. So the father said to the first son, Son, I want you to go and work in my vineyard. There is much to see in these simple words. The father spoke to the sons individually. Although it was both his sons, he didn't speak to them at the same time. He spoke to them individually. Though the same invitation was given to both, it was an individual call to work for him. The father appealed to him first as a son. He said, son. So, knowing that this son was the son of his father, it should have made him willing to help his father. The father asked three things in this, this one sentence. The father asked the son to work, not play. He said, go and work. And he asked today, not in the near future, today. And then he asked the son to work in my vineyard. So the vineyard belonged to the father. And it should have mattered to the son to go and work for his father. Let's bring this home. Do you agree that we all are children of God? Yes. God is our father? Yes. Then you will agree with me that God also called all of us individually. You see, we were made to work for God. We were created to work for God. Not to do our own thing. Our purpose is to work in His kingdom, in His vineyard. And every day He calls us individually, by your name. He will say, Renil, I want you to go and work in my vineyard today. And it's Renil's choice what his answers is going to be. Not tomorrow, today. And we can go on and on with every name in that in that sentence. What you answer then? What will you answer then? Do you say, 
Lord, I will, so that everybody can see, yes, I will, but you never do it. When you say, not today, Lord, let us not listen to But then afterwards you feel bad and you go and do it anyway. You see, the first time they replied, I God or not. I took my life and said, act honey. Love, act honey. But afterwards, he regretted it and went. You see, he spoke wrong, but he went and he did right. Don't we also do the same? We sometimes refuse to do something. But afterwards we feel bad and we change our mind and we go and do it anyway. The father asked the second son and he said, he asked him the same question. And the son answered and he said, Father, I will go and do as you said. But then he, he never did, he never went to do it. And he never did what he should have done. There are many people in church that imitate the second son. They admit that the word of God is true. They admit that they want to work for God. Someday. They talk about doing the Father's work. They keep up this external appearance before people. But their hearts is not in the right place with God. They think that words and promises are enough, but it's not. It's not. The point of this parable is clear. What matters is living for God. Not saying the right words, but by doing the right thing. These religious leaders were good at talking righteous talk. They were good at talking, but not doing. But you see, they, they stubborn, unrepentant hearts showed that, repent, uh, that repentant sinners would enter the kingdom before them. Jesus asked them in verse 31, He said, Tell me now, which of the, these two sons did the will of his father? They answered him, the first one. Jesus said, You're right. For many sinners, tax collectors and prostitutes will go into the kingdom ahead of him. You see, tax collectors and prostitutes were seen as very big sinners. But Jesus said, many of them will go in front of him, ahead of him. If you think you are right with God, just remember you must make sure because many sinners will go ahead of you if you don't choose right. You see the father had two sons and both of these two sons had the same opportunity. Just like the two sons, there are also two kinds of people in church today. There's actually three, not only two. There's weak beginners and there's strong beginners. And then you get people who end up strong and then they, others will end up weak. Are you like the first son? He said, I'd rather not. 
This is God's kingdom, it's God's house. And nobody will ever talk negatively in front of me about this church. If you want to talk negatively about this church, make sure that I don't hear it. Because you will hear from me. Because you know what? If you've got a problem with the leadership, you know what? Make an appointment with God. Because God appointed this leaders of this church. We didn't appoint ourselves. You go and make an appointment with God and you go and sort it out with Him. Not with us. He appointed us. I said to God when I gave my application in for ministry, I said, God, I don't know if I can do this. But if you want me to do this, you make it happen. And it happened. So I didn't appoint myself. So in the beginning of this message I said, we've got a code of conduct that we must follow. And for us as Christians, there's also a code of conduct. And what that is, is the Ten Commandments. That's the, the Ten Commandments separate us from the rest of the world. And if you say, yeah, but the Ten Commandments is in the Old Testament and it's old school and it's not for us today, then you can go and read what Jesus said in John 13 verse 34. He said, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should, should love each other. Leslie always teaches the youth and he prints this in their heads. He always says, if love is the center, then you will automatically obey and keep the Ten Commandments. Because if love is the center, all these, you won't steal from somebody else. You won't want to harm somebody else. And then we can keep the Ten Commandments. It is easy. Because if love is the center, then everything good goes out of that. So make sure that love is the center. What makes us children of God, us as children of God different? We are elected, chosen. We read in Colossians 3 verse 12, it says, it says so beautiful in the Passion Translation, it says, since God chose you, listen, since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, He loves us, and He chose you, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And then verse 14 says the following, it says, Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. We were chosen to be something special in God's plan. We were chosen. You were chosen. But we must clothe ourselves in love. Because love for God and love for each other binds us together. Love perfectly fulfills what God requires of us. I've seen, I just don't want to just, uh, I've seen how people can stand together last week, last weekend. 
which put up the tent on Saturday morning, early, and then on Saturday evening, the tent wouldn't withstand the storm, and it fell flat to the ground. And on Sunday morning at 5 o'clock, cars came through this gate, 5 o'clock Sunday morning, and I've seen our people from Sukunda at Betal, Kenya, and we've put that tent up in one hour. It was standing again. It was ready for the service at 10 o'clock. And with all of this, the help of all these people, this, the function was a great success. When the service started at 10, my heart was so full. While Pastor Dupi spoke to us, I, I cried my eyes out. I sat there in my chair and I just cried. Afterwards, I said to Pastor Dupi, he laughed at me. I said, I can all move over. I can all move I can all move over. I can all And he just laughed because you know what? I was so grateful that we have so many people from Secunda and Betam that works together as a family in God's kingdom. I can call you by name. People that can work in God's vineyard. That when God says, will you come and work in my vineyard? That you will answer, yes Lord, yeah I am. I will work for you, use me. Matthew 5.37 says, just say a simple, yes I will, or no I won't. That's all you have to do. Ni ya ma ni. Let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. Klaar. Make a choice. Will you answer yes when God calls you? Or will you just refuse to do it and say, you know, no. Actually, the choice is yours. You choose. Make, just make sure this morning that when you say yes, that you do it. Not, don't say yes and then afterwards say, no, I, I'm not, I don't want to do it anymore. I will be the first one in this church this morning that says, yes Lord, I'm here. Use me. I'll work for you, whatever. Any mother, baitening time, fast, whatever, matabas, yelafadam. Just use me where you want me. Just use me in your kingdom where you want me. So you can you feel free to stand with me this morning while I pray if you are prepared to work in God's kingdom. It's not a thing that people will look at you now. It's a thing between you and God. If God asks you this morning, will you work for me? Will you stand and say, yes Lord, I'll work for you. So you can feel free to stand if I pray and then we'll just pray together. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, thank you that we can learn so much from your word. Thank you that you choose us to be something special in your kingdom. Lord, we want to say this morning, here I am. Use us in your kingdom. Lord, whatever you want us to do, we'll do it. We are here to work in your vineyard. Thank you, Lord, that you are our God that you are the only living God, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. 
Lord, we love you so much and we just want to give you all the honor. Thank you that you keep us safe and that you provide for us and that you heal us when we are sick and that you always keep us under your wing. Lord, we love you so much and we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. We just stand this morning and say, Lord, use us. Whatever you want us to do, we'll do it. Because you are our Father and we love you and we are sons of God and we want to do what's right in your kingdom. Lord, please just be exalted this morning and be blessed. Lord, please keep everyone safe in this church this morning and everyone who listens to this message. Lord, please just be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much. May you have a nice Sunday and we love you and I, I really appreciate each and every one of you. Amen.